today here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at Mike Roth at Roth consulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today with Alfonso Canejo, the president of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for joining me, Alfonso. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, before we get started, let me tell everyone who's coming up on the show in the next couple of weeks. We have on Thursday next week, Adam Salzman, He's the SharePoint product manager, consulting practice manager at PCMS. And on next Friday, we have a really special show. We have Jay McKeever, who is the worldwide marketing director for Syncom Systems. And I've agreed to be on Jay's show on WKRC. The following week, we tentatively have scheduled Brad Cates. He's the new president of ProSource. And on Friday, the 24th, we have Lacey Jane Starling from Legion Logistics, and then on the 30th of May, we have Zachary Green, who is an entrepreneur who started the company to sell equipment and services to firefighters so they don't get lost or disoriented in a fire, and his name of his company is MN8 Firefox. We have some really interesting shows coming up uh, later in June. One of my favorites is going to be Sean Fox from Shuley Mitchell Telecom Consultants. He's going to talk about how his company saves companies lots of money off their telecommunications expenses, whether it's cell, voice, or or internet. So let's tell everyone a little bit about health. Oh, yeah, what else coming up? The Sandler Cold Call Camp is coming up May 29th. That's a whole day on how to make cold calls. If you want to get get by gatekeepers, build three scripts for your prospect, at least five different ways to break other people's voicemail so they have to return your call. That'll be a great day. On May 23rd, we're going to have another tip club meeting from 7.30 in the morning to 9 a.m. here at the training center. You'll hear a little bit more about that later in the show. Now I'll tell everyone a little bit about you, Alfonso. Okay. Uh, you're the president of AC and Consulting Associates, a business consulting firm located here in Cincinnati. Alfonso has a well-rounded background in all the facets of business, particularly expertise in manufacturing and human resources. Uh, Before entering the consulting field for himself, he's worked for 30 years for several Fortune 500 companies like Procter & Gamble, Clorox, and Chiquita Brands. Uh, Alfonso has completed successful major initiatives with proactive and positive approach in the United States as well as international locations in Latin America. His main area of expertise are business development initiatives in Latin America, including the integration and mergers and acquisitions, as well as providing human resource support for companies interested in their Hispanic workforce development. Alfonso is currently on the board of directors of the Freedom Center, United Way, ArtsWave, NKITA, the Northern Kentucky International Trade Association, and he's a member of the Agenda 360 Regional Initiative. Alfonso Canejo has been recognized by many organizations, including the state of Ohio, awarded him a Distinguished Hispanic Ohio Award. I didn't even know we had that award. <laughs> yes, we what year did you get that? Uh, three years ago. Three years ago, okay. And he's received awards from the United Way, and we have a, a, a kind of a bad feeling about abbreviations that don't don't mean anything. What is L-U-L-A-C? LULAC. LULAC is the League of United Latin American Citizens, which is the the, uh, the oldest human rights organization for Hispanics in the state. Okay. LULAC. I'm sorry. I didn't okay. And, it, and the uh, National Society of Hispanic, Hispanic MBAs. Okay. So you're, you're an MBA. I, I, I'm not an MBA. Okay. 
I don't have an MBA. I don't have an MBA. Good. Just out of curiosity, where did you get your uh, your bachelor's of I, I, chemical I'm, engineering? I'm a, I'm a chemical engineer. Mm-hmm. And I, I got my bachelor's in chemical engineering in, in Mexico City. In Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Been married 41 years to his wife, Marilyn. They have three children. And four grandchildren. And four grandchildren. Wow. Keep you all here in Cincinnati? Uh, yes, fortunately, yes. That, uh, that's part of the joy. Yes, of that, the, of the, yeah. that's something I miss. Mm-hmm. I have uh, seven grandchildren, two on the West Coast in L.A. and five on Long Island, so... Forces to me need to be what you call bi-coastal. Yes. <laughs> Got to be in both both ends of the world. Right. So, Alfonso, about how many people came to the festival? Festival. We, on a normal festival, mm-hmm. uh, we get between eight and 10,000 people, which is uh, just an outstanding number. Uh, we we believe this. On Saturday, we have close to 5,000. It was just amazing from from. We started the festival at noon, finished at 11 o'clock. We mm-hmm. have people at 11.30 already, you know, desperate, buying food and buy, buying things, dancing by themselves without any music. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, Sunday was, was, was not a good day because of the, of the rain. But, but uh, overall, let me just share one thing with the, with the audience. This is a charity festival. Money comes in and money comes out. That means I don't make one peso out mm-hmm. of this. And uh, we always we give 100% of the proceeds to to institutions that support Hispanics in the healthcare and education. Mm. In in this was our tenth year anniversary. Okay, in the ninety years before, mm-hmm. we had given away two hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. So wow. with this year, we hope to reach the, the milestone of a quarter of a million dollars. That's great. Yes, and, and mm-hmm. I, we're, we're very 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 happy. Good. Uh, I always thought it was a good idea. <laughs> Thank you. To have a Cinco de Mayo Festival here in Cincinnati. Alfonso has agreed to take calls from the audience, so if you want to call in and ask Alfonso a question, the number is 646-595-4916. As always, we'll only be able to screen the calls during the commercial break, so if you call in, stay with us until one of the breaks. Uh, Alfonso, why don't you tell our audience a little bit more about how a manufacturing executive, a chemical engineer, winds up in Cincinnati and as president of the Hispanic Chamber. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I, as I said before, I graduated from chemical engineering, and, and uh, it, it, I, in, this is in Mexico City, and I was um, you know, looking for a job, and I found a job in, in Procter & Gamble. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I worked for Procter & Gamble in Mexico for 17 years, mm-hmm. and uh, my previous two jobs, I, I, well, I, I grew up in manufacturing for many, many, many assignments. I was a plant manager in one of the two plants at that time that we had in Mexico, and uh, and then I was in charge of human resources, which is sort of a in Procter and Gamble at that time. That was the way to to grow. You grow from manufacturing to HR because you handle unions and, and you know complex issues. Mm-hmm. So I was in, in in HR for for three years as head of the Mexican operations in HR, and then I was transferred in 1988. That is 25 years ago, to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I so stayed, you got one of those two-year transfers to Cincinnati. No, no, no I was I was transferred on 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 a, on a you know forever. Basically. Oh, okay. And uh, and uh, I, I love Cincinnati. I think it's one of the best kept secrets in the, in America. Mm-hmm. I agree I, with I you. Think it's, it's it's an awesome city. I worked for the company for another seven uh, seven years here, and then I left Procter and Gamble. I went to work for the Clorox company, which is a company here in, in California, and I was in charge of the human resources for the. Uh, uh, Americas, for the you know, from all the way to Mexico, all the way to Brazil, mm-hmm. and then I worked for them for three years, and then I went back to came back to Cincinnati, to Cincinnati with Chiquita. I, oh. I was in Chiquita for almost also three years, and a very very good company, and and uh, and then when when uh, I'm, I'm going to answer your question when when uh, when my job went away when when the, I was part of the Linder, you know, when mm-hmm. the Linder were, were in charge of Chiquita, my job disappeared, so I had an, an option to you know to move away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a very, very, very hard decision because my two kids were working here. So it would be the, the equivalent of me abandoning my kids, even though they were married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I didn't, and I had several uh, very, very attractive uh, uh, job offers, but didn't seem right. I brought them here. They mm-hmm. were happy here. And now I'm going to move away. So then I decided to, you know, to become a, a consultant and, and being a consultant for, I, I think, 12, 12 years. And I, and I was I have a very very small firm, but I, I'm I'm happy doing that. I help companies do business in Latin America, hire people, do you know, a, a, a business development options there. And then uh, uh, a friend of mine was was in charge of the chamber, mm-hmm. and I entered 
to help him. This is a, this is a true story. I mean, I, I, he was the president, and I was his backup guy. Okay. Well, let me tell you that that I don't know, you know, how, how, you know why things happen that way. But his name was Roberto Peraza, and his kid was killed in September 11 in oh, New no. York. Mm. He was in the towers. He was one of the financial analysts there. So his kid was killed in 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 in, in the in the in the attack, and then he had another uh, in a daughter, and the daughter got engaged. No, no, got pregnant. And one day he called. She called uh, Roberto, my, my, the president, and said, "You know, puppy, you know, they were, they were Cuban. She, uh, I wanted to do a job for me. What do you want? I wanted to be my full-time babysitter for life." And Roberto sold his house here with his wife mm-hmm. and went to Orlando to live and babysit her kid. His wow. Kid, his children. And then from one day to the next, Roberto comes and says, Alfonso, I want to talk with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just leaving. And uh, so I was uh, jumping to the swimming pool, you know, without with clothing and everything. And uh, that was 10 years ago. Okay. Since September 11th. So 12 years ago. 12 years ago. So, so it's been, it's been a, a, you know, a ride. But I mean, I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing, I think, I think uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very, very proud of what we're doing. Just to put things in perspective, we are the, the largest Hispanic Chamber of Commerce in the states of Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. That means we're larger than the Cleveland, Indianapolis, Columbus, Dayton, Louisville, Lexington, hmm. which which were, you know, give us a, a lot of pride. That's good. Yeah. That's good. About how many members do you have? We have approximately, approximately 250. About 250 members, and you managed to turn out about 10,000 people for a festival. <laughs> That's right. It sounds like you got a you got a few people who yes no, no, we're, who are German no 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 we're, we're, you know we're, we love we love, we got Oktoberfest too you know so yeah. we have we have a fair share of, of, you, you have a special booth at Oktoberfest <laughs> no 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 okay okay we're gonna take a, a short commercial break here and uh, we'll be back with Alfonso in a couple of minutes if you have any questions and you want to call in the number is six four six five nine five four nine one six. And what we're going to do is we're going to listen to Jimmy Fox talk about the Tip Club meeting that's coming up on the 23rd of May. That's a Thursday morning for 730. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. If you'd like to reserve a seat, please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the events tab. Then just scroll down the list of events until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 1-800-798-0270. That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you on the 18th. Mike and Alfonso, can I hear from the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce? Alfonso, why don't you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you after the show if okay. they have questions or oh, information? Yes. I, I, our phone number in the office is five, uh, called 513-979-6999. Almost all nines, but 979-6999. Or by email at president at hispanicchamber.com. Hispanic yeah. Chamber Cincinnati, I'm sorry. HispanicChamberCincinnati.com. Oh, okay. You got a dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all those lines, I thought you were going to go for the hurt <laughs> or the political statement. Okay. Uh, how do you attract uh, new members to your chamber? Sure. 
uh, uh, I think the the uh, the um, we uh, we are a, a primarily a volunteer organization. Okay, mm-hmm. we got three people who work part time in the office, and but I mean we have small chamber commerce versus the you know or regional chambers five thousand companies. So that is one of the largest in the nation. Mm-hmm. So we do it by word of mouth through our board of directors. Our mm-hmm. board of directors are very active in the community, and they invite uh, when they they go to lunches or you know church or football games, and uh, I mean they, they they talk about what the things that we do, and it's really word of mouth. We have also a, a very very um, proactive website. For example, just to, just to give you an idea, we have a website that we offer uh, job opportunities for bilingual individuals. Okay, the the website gets around two thousand clicks per month. Two thousand clicks a month, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's a, that's an extremely valuable. Uh, if you have an, an an operation and you are selling to Latin America, you are selling to Mexico, and you need a sales clerk or somebody you know who who, who does uh, customer service, I mean that you, you post your 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 jobs there and people look for it. We have the largest uh, website for job postings in 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 the, in the area, and at two thousand clicks per month, a lot of clicks. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the uh, and companies call us, you know, uh, headhunters call us. Can I put? You know, of course, we charge them, but but, but yeah, they can they can put them. Good, good. Yeah. So, how many people do you have on your board of directors? We have eleven. Oh, excuse me, twelve people and myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, they all of them have uh, they, well, two consultants, me included, and another individual, and everybody else has a you know, full time job. So that that's the part of the challenge of the of the non for profit business, and I think you are you are, you you know this, uh, you know. We cannot afford to having you know full time executives uh, in, in our chamber, so we all have to do it on a, on a part time basis. However, I'm lucky to have a, a very strong board. Yeah, well, that's important. That's yeah. important. And uh, do you uh, use pay per click uh, on Google or? Yes, correct. Yes. And you have someone optimize yes. your site so correct. people find. And, and, and we we have we have a system that's called Chamber Master. Chamber Master is. Uh, these guys develop software only for chambers of commerce. Hmm. So our chamber or or website is is pretty close to the the original chamber of commerce. I mean, this is a, these guys have more than a thousand websites in the nation. So they they this chamber master optimizes and optimizes it, the packages every 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 year. Okay. So we we can send emails. We can send that. For example, each, each one of our members they can have videotapes in our website, white papers in our website. Uh, uh, we have a hot deals section, and, mm. and uh, the, the, the people people get discounts on, on for example, uh, you know, Home Depot you know, weekend of painting, and, you know, discount of paint. Oh, discounts on paint. Yeah, and, and and the rest we have a, a strong partnership with the rest of Cincinnati, and we do things with them. So it is it is a fun website also. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, what do you think the unique uh, market advantage is for someone uh, to join the? The chamber, chamber, yeah. Well, I think I think uh, uh, one is employment. I mm-hmm. think I think the more you read the, the, the numbers, I think the the the, uh, the next ten years the Cincinnati is going to be looking different. The Hispanic population is growing and growing, and will continue to grow. Well, it looks different today than it did ten years ago. Right, right. And and, and I think uh, people need to reflect the community that we're living mm-hmm. in. And, uh, and also the the, uh, the fact that that uh, we believe we bring an energy that is in a, in a way uh, missing in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you an example. I, sure. I, I think you, you know this. Cincinnati, you know, we were called Porcopolis, you know, a hundred years ago. And uh, and uh, at that time, unfortunate name. <laughs> I, I agree. But at that time, we had close to sixty uh, butching operations. You know, making sausages and, and sure. Like that. There's still a couple on Spring Grove. Well, yeah. Now we have seven. Seven? Okay, yeah. I was wrong. Uh, out, out of 60? No, no. But my point is this, that, that our, our kids are so highly educated that nobody wants to be doing those jobs at night, 24-7, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of our, 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 our um, um, people, they don't mind working Saturdays, working Sundays. They do a lot of hard hard labor activities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and those things, at the end, bring up uh, you know more, more, more prosperity for everybody. So I think if you are in a, in a job where you need a, a warehousing and you need to operate 24-7, I mean, you were one of the options. We were talking about uh, this earlier today in one of our sales training classes yeah. that um, 
our client who uh, manufactures a building product has clients that want deliveries at 10 p.m., right, 12 midnight, and right. 3 a.m. Right. Over a weekend. <laughs> right, right, right. And they're very serious. They got to have these deliveries on time. And 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 I, if you you know I've been to the you know DHL center and the airport, mm-hmm. and that 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 operation is amazing. It's a twenty four seven operation. 24/7. But let me tell you, at the end of the day, after you have all these sorting containers, mm-hmm. you still have somebody who needs to put these things in a pallet, right? Rare right. shapes or or whatever, and that's a job that they have such a high turnover. Mm-hmm. People don't last a week. Because it's hard work. I, you know what? Exactly. That's, that, that's it's hard work and unusual hours. Right. But but I, I think I think uh, uh, you know we also have you know other people who are doing you know customer service and other things. But but I think we are a good complement for a city that has an extremely diverse business. Well, we have a lot of a lot of call centers here Correct. in uh, Cincinnati. Correct. And some some of the call centers contacted uh, oh, yeah. the chamber looking specifically for yeah. and the majority, bilingual people. The majority of them have ads in their website. Really, the majority of them. So, so people like Frontgate, right. or Macy's, Macy's, celebrated uh, Citigroup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. They they've got to have multilingual right. people right. today. Right. Because you have one one call center servicing the entire nation. Mm-hmm. So we're very lucky, yes. Yeah, well, it's it's developing into a, a rather large industry here. Yeah, yeah. With Convergys as well. Right. Not to leave anyone out in that industry. No, no, no. Yeah. Convergys is a member of the chamber. You're, you're, correct, you're correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, does the chamber have any salespeople to recruit new members, or just kind of happens through events? Just happens through events. And and I would love to have, you know, somebody who helps us like that. One, we can afford it, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what do you see the, as the obstacles are to growth here in this this marketplace? Well, um, I, I, uh, that's, that's a very good question. Because what are the possibilities then? And, no, no, no. And, we're, we're, we're going to be growing, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, let me let me just give you an example. Sure. We have registered in the tri-state area, the 15 counties of the Cincinnati metropolitan area. Okay, 1,800 Hispanic businesses. 1,800. That, that's a lot of businesses. Okay. Wow. Now. Eighty percent of them mm-hmm. are do not have employees. Let me give you my, myself. I'm a I'm a one person consulting group, and I don't want to have employees. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know, I'm already you know, you're an HR ready, guy. Ready, and, ready to retire? No, ready to retire. I'm ready to retire, but you're an HR guy and you don't want any employees. No, 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 okay. because I I I cannot uh, accept any more assignments. I mean, I'm working a, a lot of the hours for the chamber. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think we need to to we have a lot of micro enterprises. Mm-hmm. The, the, the issue with 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 our, our, our population is not uh, small businesses; it's micro businesses. And I think I think the more the micro businesses become small businesses, that that's our challenge. How, how to make the micro businesses successful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, does the chamber have any special programs with banks to yes. acquaint the banks with right. these yes. uh, newer businesses? Yes. Yes. We, we, we have partnership with. We we have a very interesting partnership with the with the Urban League. Mm-hmm. With the Urban League, we have we have a, a partnership with with the PNC Bank, Fifth Third, and US Bank, and and uh, they are all all uh, I, was, I, was, I can tell you very very busy you know dealing with with the new entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, do you have a strategic long term plan at the uh, chamber? Uh, well, yes and no. Or a strategic plan long term is three years. Okay. And, for, and for us, that's that's a long time. Okay, for and me, it's it, the long term means two years, <laughs> and, you, no, and no. you roll six months at a time right. beyond well, that. No, uh, well, we're not that sophisticated, but but I, I think one of our one of our key uh, uh, projects is trying to to you know succession planning. I, mm-hmm. I've been doing this for eight years, mm-hmm. and I think uh, it's 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 time for me to you know to pass the baton to somebody else. And, uh, and, and we're working on trying to find that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're working on identifying yes, potential right. new leaders. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's and good. and, and uh, you know, since since I'm not going away, like, as I said before, I love Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is an awesome city. Mm-hmm. Your kids uh, are still here. My kids stay here. My grandchildren are here, so I'm here. So I, I'm, I, I will never. Uh, I will always be volunteering for the chamber, mm-hmm. but I, I just will not be the head. Okay, I can understand that. What do you think uh, companies are looking for that join the chamber? The, the majority of them access. To this growing number, 
Let, 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 let me give you an, an example. Sure. In the last, in, in the last census, mm-hmm. from, from 2000 to the 2010, we doubled the number of Hispanics that, that in, the, in the area, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I mean, it is a number that is not very large because we're still, you know, a very small uh, uh, group, but it's the only group that is growing. Where, uh, what kind of number was okay. it? We're now 2.6% of the population. We think we are around 3 point something. Okay, that's the, the, the census shows 56,000, which mm-hmm. is divided by 2 million, you know, 2.8. Now, 10 years ago, we were 1.4. So we double. Mm-hmm. Now, with, with this, with, with this growth, we think we'll easily double in, in the, in the next, uh, uh, census. However, we're, is still way, way underrepresented versus other cities. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in but the, look where you started from. Right. But in, 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 the, in the entire Midwest, in the entire Midwest, uh, the, the, the percent of Hispanics other than Chicago, if you take away Chicago, in the entire Midwest, we are between 2, 3, 4%. And what's Chicago? Chicago is around 20%. So Chicago is really? A tremendous A number of Latinos Hispanic, moving. Yeah, what's yeah. the attraction of Chicago? So to it's the, been there. No, oh. Chicago has been there forever. No, no. You know, it's like New York City, Correct. where I grew up. Uh, we we always had Hispanics, but they were always from Puerto Rico. <laughs> right, right. And it was always a considerable percentage yes, yes. of the population. And now what, what we're seeing is, is um, you see, Cincinnati is so awesome in all aspects. For example, the cost of living is relatively speaking very, very affordable. Yeah. Housing is... Well, don't tell anyone if you if you heard that. <laughs> No, but I think I think people can sell a house in, in LA. You cannot buy anything for you know million. I mean, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You can bring you can buy a house in the Cincinnati metro area for fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, we had a guy on from uh, Pencor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know these guys. Yes, yes, yes. They're, they're buying houses out of out of uh, foreclosure sales from right, banks right, at twenty five thousand. They're putting twenty five thousand dollars into them and right. then renting them out for seven eight hundred dollars a month right. and, and they can't keep up right and, and and what I was saying is is that let's say you're you're hispanic in l a mm-hmm. okay and you're make i'm just making this up you're making fifteen dollars an hour fifteen dollars an hour you can you can have to live two hours away from your job and come back another two hours you don't you cannot own anything and you spend you know twelve hours working plus two in the bus here. For fifty thousand dollars, you can have a decent house and, 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 and go back to your home the single day without a major aggravation. The same fifteen dollars. Right, and so, you're, you're only living a half hour away or, from or, 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 or less. Right, right. That's one of the beautiful things about Cincinnati. Right. And, and, and uh, you know, the majority of, of us Hispanics are Catholic. It's a Catholic city. Mm-hmm. I, I love the festivals. I, I am Catholic also, but but I mean, this is a, a very family-oriented city, and, and that, that's one of the beauties. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be taking another commercial break here, Alfonso. We'll, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Again, if you want to call in and ask a question, the number is 646-595-4916. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. At the first sign of trouble, there are three types of business leader. The first type of leader is like a turtle. He pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell. Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. However, turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is, which type of leader are you? Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This message is short and to the point. In business, you don't get paid for what you know, you get paid for what you sell. Yet many salespeople leave their skills to chance. They often think, let me think it over. They write proposals that go nowhere. They lower their price to get the order. They wind up chasing prospects through the voicemail maze. It doesn't have to be that way. The best salespeople were not born great. They learned it. I'm Mike Roth of Roth & Associates. We're famous for our expensive, difficult sales training. We're not for everyone. 
We build the best sales prospectors and sales negotiators on the planet. Are you in sales? Are you ready to get deadly serious about your career that feeds your family? Are you ready to make a change? Call me, Mike Roth, at 513-646-6523. Sandler's most experienced trainer in Cincinnati, 646-6523. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Alfonso Canejo. Alfonso, uh, we have a theory of operation here that simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. Perhaps you could share with our listeners a complex problem that you ran into with a complex solution that other CEOs might be able to use in their business from a theory of operation perspective. Well, that, that's an excellent question. Let, let, let me let me give you one of my personal assumptions. Uh, uh, one thing that I'm more proud of when, mm-hmm. when I was, when I moved to Cincinnati, I was in the, in the international department of, of Procter Gamble, mm-hmm. and we were in charge of transferring people to country A to country B. Mm-hmm. And as many and as many um, countries as you can, you know, from Guatemala to Mexico, from Mexico to Brazil, from Brazil. So so you need to have a system that was uh, fast, that was uh, fair, mm-hmm. fast, mm-hmm. and in a way uh, equitable for mm-hmm. everybody. Sure, how to be equitable. So, uh, and, uh, so we decided this was called regional international transfer system. And, uh, and I, I had a friend uh, in fact, who helped me while I was in Mexico, and he helped me when I was here, who developed a, an artificial intelligence model. Hmm. So the system enter enter the, the cost of living in the different countries, the salary, the disposable income, mm-hmm. and through a series of questions, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, will will take you from country A to country B mm-hmm. uh, without any any uh, 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 I'm going to say aggravation or negotiation. Mm-hmm. The the, the 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 system was sometimes a, a challenge for some people. You know, my, my cost of living allowance is not as big as. Our, however, when they understood that we were not doing anything against them, the, the system was calculating the data that the consultants of cost of living give us. You know, international. Sure, sure, big differences. Big differences, and the, the fact that that the system was a optical a, a kind of optical validity that was very strong. We said, for example, the, at that time. Sao Paulo was more expensive than Mexico. So if you move from Mexico to Sao Paulo, you will get a cost of living allowance to make you live with, with the Sao Paulo prices. But at the same more or less level that you were at Mexico City. Right, correct. Yes. Okay. But but let's say you transfer you from Sao Paulo to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Then people say, well, where's my cost of living allowance? You are, you are saving money but by going to a location where you spend less. So we, we have to explain the, the rationale on a, on a circularity mm-hmm. basis. So I think uh, uh, now, now let me tell you that uh, that uh, at that time Procter didn't have any smart systems in the compensation area. Really. So I, I was I was very proud that we were able to do this uh, this uh, model with, with with Latin America, and then the model was used for other uh, locations. But now the, the complexity that looks simple. But 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 developing the, the artificial intelligence to take you from one, one through to the next is, is is not that easy, and that's why you, you need people who know about it. Yeah, yeah. we we moved here from uh, Los Angeles uh-huh. in '92, uh, and they Heinz probably spent a year explaining <laughs> <laughs> what what it was going to take to move from A to B. Right, and uh, I came here to. 22 years ago, I guess it was now. Uh-huh. And I agreed with my wife. we come for two years. Uh-huh. And then we could go back if we didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, you like here it. I am. Yeah. You know, 22 years later, still uh-huh. here. I mean, he's 25, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you, you, you got the same feeling I do. Why don't you share with uh, our listeners, uh, well, we already talked about what you're doing over the Internet, right? Yes. Uh, you use an outside service company that, right services many uh chambers of commerce. chambers of commerce around the country. And you can you can Google or or, or website and you you will be impressed. I, I can guarantee you that you will be impressed. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you could give our listeners a leadership tip, Alfonso. Sure. I would say to me enthusiasm in what you do is contagious. Enthusiasm is, is contagious. contagious. Right. Mm. If if you don't uh uh in my opinion Good leaders have to transmit 
uh, uh, enthusiasm in what they do. Uh, and you can see it. And if, if people see you uh, enthusiastically doing something, if people see you out there selling something or doing something, that is contagious. And I think in some of our uh, uh, companies, people are bored, mm-hmm. and, and you, you cannot see their enthusiasm in their eyes. You cannot see the, the enthusiasm. So I think I think I, I I try to 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 energize. I think attitude is, is definitely the difference. Mm-hmm. And a, and a, and a, if you tell me, will you hire? A, a, I'm just gonna you know a, a, a top-rated school guy with a poor attitude versus a mid uh, mid-rank college with an awesome attitude. I'll go with it, with the mid-range uh, school. With a, with an automatic because and, and that's an intensity that you don't have. In, in mm-hmm. You you want to have employees who are intense about mm-hmm. what they do. If they are not fully committed and they are not enthusiastic selling the product or doing you know advertising or whatever. That sounds that's like a, something you learned at P and G. Well, no. I, I, well, I, you asked me a question. And I, I I think enthusiasm is important. It's a it's a very important. Uh, and, and that leads people leave people want to be led by somebody that's enthusiastic and is doing the you know the basic. Do you believe the same way I do that a a strong enthusiastic leader will have supporters step forward to be supporters? Of course, they'll of course. step out of the wings right. to be on yes, the team. Yes, yes. And I, if I can remember, uh, uh, my my I would say my 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 mentor when I was in my factory. Mm-hmm. And I, when I when I joined the company, it was was the, you know the plant manager and that, and the plant manager was always you know, I, I remember when I, when I was when I was in 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 a, in a, in a production department unit in Mexico, uh, I went to the plant, I think it was seven months, without missing one day. Mm-hmm. Saturdays, Sundays, you know. Oh, you came in on Saturdays and Sundays. Sundays, yeah. Without you know, they didn't pay me, but, but that, that was you know, it was my responsibility, but. Out of those seven months, mm-hmm. my plant manager came in 90% of the time. And he, he didn't have to be there. Mm-hmm. I had to be there because that was my department. But he would come for an hour just to cheer me up. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, and, 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 uh, and uh, you know, we sometimes were you know, having, you know, mechanical problems or issues. And, and she'll come and say, you know, we have been going through this before. We're going to get out of this. You know, and, 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 uh, and I, I appreciate the, the, the positive enthusiasm for, for what, you know, we do. So I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I find that these leaders who show enthusiasm for their company and their job, mm-hmm. other people step forward to right. support. Right. And it, it's, it's and, 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 and you know, if you make a mistake, we all make mistakes. You know, bloopers. Mm-hmm. But but uh, but uh, an enthusiastic person who makes a blooper comes out easy. Hey, I'm sorry. We did this because you know explain it, 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 it explain it in a simple way and then you move to the next thing. So did you read the Jack Walsh book? Yes, yes. <laughs> where he blew up the chemical plant in Connecticut. Yeah. He, he was a chemical engineer. Right, right, right. Well, what happened in Procter and Gamble to a young rising star chemical engineer who blew up a test plant? Well, I mean, there are mistakes and mistakes. There are mistakes and mistakes. I, yeah. I think if you make the same mistake three times, oh, yeah, well, you're, you're not going to make it. That's curtains, yeah. So, but, but if you make a mistake and you learn from it, organizations need to learn from the bloopers. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and people say, you know, okay, we learn, you learn from it, we learn from it, let's you know, set up the procedures so it won't happen again. If you do it again, then then something is wrong. Oh, yeah, Jim Steger was here yesterday right. talking about a uh, mistake that cost his company twenty five thousand yeah. dollars when his company was brand new. And you, you, you remember, probably had a, a problem, or I think eight years ago for derivatives. The, the company lost lost like five hundred million dollars because we the, the company put out some uh, financial der- derivatives. I cannot pronounce that one, but uh, but uh, nobody understood. Mm-hmm. And when the market went to one of those fluctuations, P&G lost a lot of money. That, that, that's a blooper that will cost you the job. Sure, sure. But I mean, but, but honestly, our operations are so uh, well tuned up that that, that uh, you, you don't you don't expect having big bloopers. You have to learn from these bloopers. Mm-hmm. And as you grow in an organization yeah. with a strong leader, right, 
to help you avoid some of the mistakes. Of course, yes. And the people who learn right. are the ones that, that grow and prosper. In and, and I think the the, the, the uh, training by doing is probably mm. one of the best uh, uh, ways of training. Because, uh, you know, if you come from, if I'm your new employer, you give me you know, five booklets, five books of, of 800 pages each. And uh, you, you bore me to death, I'm not going to, you know. But however, if you tell me, you know, Alfonso, I want you to follow me for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And and, and I, I without speaking, you know, I just follow you the, the way you interact with people with clients. That that's the the, the best training that, that can be. It, it's also a, a a great way for someone to figure out whether or not they they want a particular job. I always recommend that you do right. at least four hours of job shadowing right uh, to figure out whether or not you want to and, be in this company and, and, and that particular and, job. And, and I think that that's one of the, one of the best things of, of the co-op program. Mm-hmm. And, and the internship because the companies are evaluating you, but you are evaluating the company at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's not a one-way street. Yes. Some people say, you know, after internship with Procter, they say, you know, don't worry giving me an offer. I'm not working for this company. That's for, right. For whatever reason. Hey. And, and and vice versa. So so I, I think I think it's a, it's a, it's a it's a two-way street. Good. We're going to take another uh, short commercial break here. And what we're going to do is listen to Sandler Rule Number One and a good friend, Bob. Hello, this is Bob Anoni with Sandler Training here to talk to you about Rule Number One. You have to learn to fail to win. Um, think about learning how to walk or riding a bike. When you first started to learn how to walk, of course, you fell. And you fell again, you fell again, but eventually you mastered the art of walking. Same thing with riding a bike or driving a car or making cold calls or starting up a business. Henry Ford failed four times before he succeeded. Thomas Edison worked almost 10 years on the light bulb before he succeeded. They weren't failures, but they were willing to risk failure to find out what they were truly capable of achieving. At Sandler, we ask you to learn from your failures and understand that the process is failing, not you as a person. You are not a failure. The process that you are using isn't apparently the right one to produce the results that you're trying to produce. So if the cold call isn't going well, we'd ask you to examine the sales process that you're using. Don't get discouraged if your sales call doesn't go well. Learn from it. So again, Sandler rule number one is you have to be willing to fail and risk failure in order to win to find out what you're truly capable of achieving. This is Mike Roth. I'm here with Alfonso Canejo with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. In the in the, the last few minutes of the show, Alfonso, uh, what do you think the future of smaller chambers in a city like uh, Cincinnati is? Because we have a Chinese Chamber of Commerce. European Chamber of Commerce, Indian Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, I think we had a Japanese Chamber of yeah, Commerce. Yeah, yeah. What What does the future look like for these I, smaller groups? Okay, No. well... I think the the, uh, the future is going to look different. And let, let me just examine ex- a little bit. If this region wants to become a contender as one of the main metropolitan areas in the nation, mm-hmm. we need to attract more immigrants. And we need to attract Chinese immigrants and Indian immigrants. And, 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 and Why? Because entrepreneurs, immigrants are very strong entrepreneurs. 60% of the Fortune 500 companies were created by entrepreneurs. Procter & Gamble was created by, by, by a foreigner, by, by, by an immigrant. And, and, and like that, DuPont, GE, I mean, almost any, all the, the bigger companies. So uh, in California, for example, uh, uh, the number of, of, you know, Google, <laughs> Apple, all, all those have at least one foreign entrepreneur, foreign immigrant. In, 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 the, in the foundation of those companies. So if we want to become a magnet for talent, we need to bring more entrepreneurs. I'm, I'm going to give you an example. There is 
this is embarrassing, but this is this is one building in Palo Alto, California. Okay, that has more PhDs in mathematics than is the entire state of Ohio. Or how are we not going to compete? Well, that's Google, isn't it? <laughs> and and right. they won't hire you unless you have a PhD. No, but but but, but my my point is this: these people are, are doing algorithms. Mm-hmm. that we will never be able to compete with. So we need to bring that quality. Now, we are not graduating enough PhDs in mathematics. Okay, mm-hmm. if, 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 I think you see graduate three or four a year, we need 20. It's okay. So how are we going to compete? So my point is that, that we need uh, uh, people who, who, who graduate from the STEM you know, careers, mm-hmm. and the majority of them who excel are foreigners because they are willing to put the extra effort to do it. 60% of the MDs are now foreign. We are not graduating enough MDs in, in the nation. So my, my point is that there will be more uh, Indians coming mm-hmm. to Cincinnati, and we're blessed to have a very, very strong Indian community. Well, it's Chinese. Diversity is the, right? the important Chinese, thing. Chinese, Europeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, so I think uh, I see the future of, of those smaller chambers larger. Mm-hmm. They, they will not go away. And they, we collaborate, all of us, all the chambers. Mm-hmm. I, I, we have regular meetings with all the, all the foreign, uh, not foreign, but, but chambers of commerce that do international business. So I think that's a, that, that's a positive thing. And I think Cincinnati is, is, is growing in a very, very nice way. The, the new uh, president of, of University of Cincinnati, Santa Ono, mm-hmm. is, is just an outstanding individual, outstanding individual. And I think he's, he's in the right path. Right, right. What do you think about the... Uh Northern Kentucky uh, University's School of Informatics. Oh, awesome, awesome! I, 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 I've been there several times, and they also have a, 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 a the percent of students, foreign students in in NKU has been going up and up and up, and it's very interesting. Well, it's interesting you say that because we we used to run a program called Cropness uh, Cincinnati Rotary. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcomes uh, in- international students mm-hmm. uh, one weekend in late September, October, and the only school that we could seem to attract new foreign students, both undergraduate and graduate, uh, Indians represented seventy-five percent of each each group, mm-hmm. and there was a smattering of Chinese mm-hmm. and. After the Chinese, Chinese is now forty percent of UC foreign students. Mm-hmm. The, the largest number are Chinese. The second one is, is Indian. But for example, yeah. uh, NKU have a very very strong group from South Africa. Oh really? It's interesting. But, but you know, you know, if you like your experience, you bring your friends. Mm-hmm. You bring your family. If you if you tell people about it, if you exactly, you tell them social media and what are you doing this weekend, da da da. And 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 when you're moving to a, to, to, to a foreign school. Uh, to another country, you look for your comfort zone, your friends, your relatives, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's, you know. Yeah, yeah that's very strong. It's good to hear that uh, NKU is added. They're doing very well. They're increasing every year, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. When we uh, look at the Cincinnati marketplace yeah. over the next few years, uh, do you see the Hispanic population moving to Cincinnati from places like Chicago? Yes, definitely, yes. My vision mm-hmm. is that that uh, that uh, in cities that are saturated with Hispanics, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about L.A., Chicago, Dallas, uh, New York, uh, people would like to to come into friendlier cities mm-hmm. from, the, from the standard of living standpoint mm-hmm. and for the community standpoint. Do you uh, yes. promote Cincinnati yes. to Hispanic groups in those cities? Uh, well, no, but yes. Let, 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 let. Uh, we are we are getting, which is very nice, uh, interest from business owners from those cities mm-hmm. to set up operations here. Oh, a, a demolition company just called us the other day. They they have trucks and they have you know and, and they they do tear down buildings and that type of thing. Well, they they don't they are not here. Mm-hmm. So they, they were asking us for send them a package of cost of living da, 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 and housing all that information. So. I think they're already, you know, they're seeing they're seeing that 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 their employees, their people will will be happier. Oh, yeah, it seems like Ohio has improved yes. its business climate, so we're friendlier to business here. Yes. 
and we're one of the most improved cities here in Cincinnati. And, uh, and, 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 and uh, yes, and, and, and I think it's, it's, it's uh, the entire thing. You, you don't you don't make a decision based on one element. Oh, it's a bunch of it's bunch, a bunch of elements. Uh, yeah. Schools for your kids, uh, 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 you know, weather related. I mean, cost of living. I mean, we we, we don't like cold weather, but to me, it's, it's acceptable. But, <laughs> Transportation. Transportation, yeah. You know, get from here to there is a half hour. Right. Well, yes, we have a, 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 a transportation problem in, case, in, in, the terms, in, in terms of we don't have a, a public transportation system. We have a few buses. That, yeah, very few. We have, we have an issue with, with, with that subject. Mm-hmm. If you're going to need a car, then, you know, it's, it's acceptable. But a lot of people are not used to, you know, they use public transportation because it's, it's, it's cheaper. Well, in other cities, it's, right, right. You know, it, it's look, abundant. Look at Chicago, yeah. Or New York. Right. Uh, even L.A. has finally, over right. 20 years, built up their right. their, think, their system. But the, the trolleys that they're attempting to put in downtown. Right, right. Uh, and that would probably be a, a, a big help for, 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 the, for those communities. Only if it's completed all the way through to phase three. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to take a political stand <laughs> no, on that, but... Public transportation yeah. is one of the uh, foundational elements that differentiate a, a small metro area from a major city. Yeah. We used to say A, B, and C cities, and Cincinnati was a C, C-class yeah. city. I wanted to move up. What's that? We need to move up. Um, I'm glad to see the city put well, in we, we, electric we, we, outlets for electric vehicles. We, we, we disagree on this one, but that's fine. <laughs> well, I don't think the city's yeah. going to put in subways like New York no, 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 or no, Chicago. No, no, no. There are ways to, to, but, to, to be you know, uh, uh, smart about it, in my opinion. Could we put in more buses? Sure. I, I, or jitneys? Yeah. I mean, there are, there are things that you could do that are more economical to help populations move around within the no. infrastructure that you have yeah. okay. without building $12 billion worth of infrastructure. Alfonso, I want to thank you for being here on the show with us. Thank you. Uh, thank and, you for having me. Uh, in appreciation for being here on the show, I'm going to give you a copy of Sandler's first book. Wow. You can't teach a kid to ride a bike at a seminar since you were talking about bikes. <laughs> thank you very much. I, I, I will read it. Thank you. And in, in the book, you'll find a million dollars because uh, I help people make an extra million dollars and a, a couple of free training passes and a Sandler calendar for the next couple of months. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks again Thank for joining you. us here on the show, Alfonso. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week. Scott, why don't you take it away? Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at Mike Roth at rothconsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.